Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? As you can see, in a different environment, back at home, um, you know, home base, Wi-Fi at least is going to be good, good to go here for, here until August. So I ended pretty early, but, you know, ready for the summer, ready to get some money. How about you, Chris? How's finals coming along? I haven't even started yet. I got first final on Tuesday. Well, I guess this weekend, but I will be done on Wednesday. So okay. We are we're on wildly different schedules. Yeah. And uh, are you on? Are you going to be staying in College Park for a little bit, or are you going to be coming coming right back home? I'll probably come back pretty soon after my last final. Definitely within like. By the weekend, I should be back. Yeah, but so for the reason why we were delaying these episodes, you're gonna have an episode in eight days. Feels like forever. Uh, I after finals, you know, just hang. I, I stayed in Columbia for about a week, and just wanted to, you know, see people, hang out with people. Up, and up just, to no good. Yeah, up to no good. So there was some scheduling issues, and then of course, uh, we were gonna redo it on Monday because we missed the Friday pod, but I had to. I packed everything in one day, so my stuff was all over the place. But we made it. Yeah, luckily I won't have a moving day until July. That's nice. Like I'll have, I'll bring some of my stuff back, but but being being within thirty five minutes instead of eight hours is definitely does have perks. Oh yeah, sure it does. Sure it does. Uh, all right. Well, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yes, the, the comments. Walker, he misses the green screen. I missed the green screen too. Can't just put it. Where up. is it? It's uh, it's packed up. I'm I'm not okay. just gonna. It, it it was conveniently placed in my apartment. There was a pole that I conveniently nailed it to the top. Um, not not that much convenience here. So we're just gonna have to deal with the background. We at least we got Spider Man back there hanging out. So, anyways, lot to talk into today. A lot of NBA to recap. And should we just start with last night? That, that's all you. You got it. <sighs> Yet again, the Boston Celtics have no fire, no heart. And just this today or yesterday just seemed like they didn't even know how to play basketball. Uh, it's they they have it's weird. It seems like they're not all on the same page. It seems like they really don't know what to do in some situations. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's chemistry. I know the coaching doesn't help. Um, that game, that overtime loss, game four, that last shot, we just ended the game with a timeout for free on the bench. I guess kept it for this game where we didn't use any anyways. Like the Sixers, they'll go on these runs and the Celtics have nothing to do to stop them. And yet we're not calling any timeouts. We're not changing anything up. We're just like Joe Mazzulla is just like, they're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out. And they're not. If, if the three pointers aren't going in the Celtics, like they live and die by the three pointers. They're not going in. They're not going to win the game. So it was tough. It was tough. Now you're down three, two. I was in the same, if you remember, we were in the same position last year. I was probably just this depressed. Last year, uh, against Milwaukee, down 3-2, just lost the game home. But 
it uh it's not looking good for my Celtics. And they, now they have to go to Philly. They very easily could win there. Um and then have to have to light it up at home. But it's just disappointing. I want to see these like they have the ability, they have the the talent is way better than this Philadelphia team and we're looking like schmucks out there. Yeah, I mean you're right. It's it it's very cliche to say, but it is a make or miss league. Uh Al Horford was what, like oh of seven from three. Yeah. Uh Tatum and Brown have like deceptively good numbers, but it's like when they were getting their points it didn't really matter that much. Um Brown Brown is starting to become a train wreck. Like he is just <laughs> I, I think ra- he's like ready to bounce. I don't know. You think that has anything to do with it? So the NBA all-star or not uh, all NBA teams come out tonight. And if he's on it, they 7 PM tonight. If he's on it, Jalen Brown, he will stay with the Celtics because it's too much money to give up. Right. Cause he gets the super max or whatever. Yeah. But if he does not get it, it seems like he's out and he's after game oh. four, he's making comments to the media. Like, Oh, maybe I should get them all bore. Um, maybe I should call for the ball more. Maybe you should learn how to dribble, Jalen Brown. Maybe you should learn how to finish around the rim, Jalen Brown. Maybe you should know that if Joel Embiid's right behind you and you're going for a layup, he's going to swap that shit into the stands, which is exactly what happened right at the end of the game. Brutal. It was, was a, brutal. That was a terrible, terrible play. Uh, and I don't know. I don't think he needs to be more aggressive. I just think he needs to hit his shots. Uh, I, I don't know what to do. I think it's just they don't, and they also don't have a dog. They don't have a guy who like. It it, feels like Tatum's like just kind of soft. That that's it's doesn't have like that killer, and it's he was like Kobe's boy too. Yeah, I know. Does not he doesn't have the Mamba mentality at all? No, it's like it's fake Mamba mentality. Yeah, it's like he's portrayed as Mamba, Mamba mentality, and he. He had a terrible shooting night from the the three, the threes. He had a terrible game, uh, two games ago. I think what he ended the game f- three. They won by thirty four, but he went seven points. Uh, mm-hmm. he I don't know. He just hasn't been shooting efficiently at at all. He he loves the three ball even when it's not going in. And it, he every time he goes to the rim, it's a good play though. Every single time, and. Either he makes the right pass out of it because he doesn't have it, or he gets the layup, or he gets the and one. But I don't know. He's still only 25. And that, I mean, we've been saying that since he was 19. But <laughs> hey, I, I, maybe that's it. Maybe that's that, what I said right there. Is, that's, that's what it's always going to be. Ah, you know, he's only 34. Like he yeah, right. <laughs> like he, it's like he's just now like entering his prime. Yeah, exactly. He's he's thirty. LeBron at thirty six was putting up twenty five and eight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, he didn't have the like the off season stuff coming up with with Jalen Brown, and I feel like it wouldn't be that painful, I guess. And also, it being the Sixers, so much work. And I don't like. Not I'm not trying to wrap up the series already because they're still like all you have to do is beat them twice in a row, which is not that crazy. Like you took care of business in Game Three in Philly, 
they barely beat you in game four. They barely beat you in game one. So it's like the Celtics have been maybe not the better team in the series, but it's not like the Sixers are in control. Any means outside of last night. Yeah. And I just think... Like, even game one, we had, like... Well, not we, but you had a little bit of a a meltdown. (laughs) Even though that was, like, a one-possession game. Where, Mm -hmm. like, this one is almost one that you throw out. And you just move on. You say, all right, well, it sucks that we dug ourselves this hole, but if we play our best basketball back-to-back nights, we're fine. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's definitely still possible. I mean... The it, it, they again, like I said last year, they did it against Milwaukee last year. But what bothers me is that it's it's like how many times do they have to go to the Eastern Conference Finals or to the finals and lose and still keep doing the same mistakes? Yeah, like well, I, at some point, like you are who you are. Yeah, and but what I what I want is run a goddamn play. I haven't seen them run a play like the whole the whole postseason. Like mm-hmm. run a play, and run plays that will work. It seems like it's just like now it's Tatum's turn, now it's Jalen Brown's turn. Oh, we got to give Marcus Smart his thing. Oh, Horford's wide open in the corner. We'll give it to him. Oh, Smart Smart is like just the wrecker that comes in. Smart kind of like uh, we just gotta let him <laughs> let him take matters into his own hands once or twice, and well, a lot more than once or twice, and it's never pretty. No, he shoots so much, and he also, like, he's the heart, he's been the heart of the Celtics for, like, so long, and he's such a fan favorite, but it's like, I don't want him shooting 15 shots in a playoff game. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I don't want him shooting 15 shots, I would rather have, I would rather have Brogdon shoot those shots, and I would rather have White if he's, mm-hmm. White has also disappeared. He him, has, and he's him been, and Robert I remember, Williams. like, last year, the trade acquisition of white and we we're like what the heck are they doing and then he just became like their most important player yeah and he just was faded back into obscurity. and what sucks about that is he was great all season he was awesome was mm-hmm. awesome all season and he was excellent in the hawk series and now mm-hmm. in this six-year series he can't do anything robert williams has disappeared he's not impactful at all i don't know if he's not healthy or what but he is like a nothing out there and it's funny, the last, like, we were, my dad and I, you know, finally to watch some, some games with my dad, and it was, it was awesome. Of course, we lost, but uh, the last, it's like 12, like, not 12 minutes, the last, like, two, three minutes were our favorite part because the guys who came in, it was uh, Mike Mascala, uh, Peyton Pritchard, sure. Sam Hauser, Luke Cornett, Grant Williams, but they at least cared. <laughs> Like they were out there yeah. and they looked like they like they were playing good defense. They were getting stops. They were shooting threes, and I don't know. It still didn't it didn't mean anything. But I I want to just see some heart, and it was nice that I got to see some heart from at least someone on the Celtics uniform. The the defense is incredibly concerning. Oh, it's all eleven of twenty seven from Tatum is a problem, but it also feels like the Sixers can basically just do whatever they want. And they, it feels like they, that's how it was in game one. And that's how it was in, in game, in game four and five, just anything, anything Mm. that they wanted like that in game five, uh, overtime, Jalen Brown helps out Embiid who Embiid was garbage. He he was garbage at the end of the game, but you know, 
during the whole thing, he was pretty good. But garbage at the end. He was gassed. Al Horford was making him his bitch. Mm-hmm. And they he just goes to double team Embiid, and it's like, great. Now Harden has a wide open three. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the team's incredibly frustrating. And the more quotes that Jalen Brown says, the more frustrating I get with him. Yeah. What What's an example? Because I haven't, I haven't seen, like, any interviews or anything. Well, I mentioned it earlier, but just like, oh, he he needs to get, I guess he needs to call for the ball more. Um, and it's just, his, his, his attitude, it just doesn't seem, like, it does, it's not, it's not right. It seems like he wants out. It's annoying. And I guess he does want out. But... Like, I feel like he's not like a number one guy, though. That, that Jimmy Butler career trajectory. That's the other thing with but the he's Celtics not like, team. Dog. The other thing with the Celtics team, they don't know these guys don't know their roles. Yeah. Like Brogdon knows his role off the bench. Horford knows his role. But Brown thinks he's the best player on the team. And it needs to be like I don't care if it's Brown or Tatum, but they both need to be on the same page for who's the best player on the team. They can't have them fighting for for who's the best player on the team. That's that doesn't work. Well Tatum's a better player. Yeah, I, I I think so objective. too. Yeah. But... I think so. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And Smart thinks he's like, he, th- he thinks he's as good as Brown and oh, Tatum. Smart, Smart thinks that it's like a three-man. Yeah, it's like a three-headed. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and not. like, the rest of the team's fine. Like, Derek White knows his role. Brogdon knows his role. Horford. But like, those, the top three guys on the team need to know the pecking order. And there hasn't been a pecking order the whole, any, the, the whole, their whole careers. There hasn't been a pecking order. Yeah, I mean it's like it's fine in the regular season because you can almost like take turns mm-hmm. in the guy, but in the playoffs it's like somebody's gonna be the clear number one option. Yeah, it's it's upsetting. I gotta say too, with finals and uh, moving out and seeing people, it's uh it's been sketchy seeing these games. I've had to watch it on my phone. Had to had to oh, watch yeah, like bet. only only like the last quarter or something. So I've been slacking. Now and yeah. you know my my bleeding green tweets are coming later and later. So now that <laughs> uh now that I'm back home, I got to lock in from the oh from it's the your start, whole life yeah from the start of the day to the end of the day. I just got to be locked in. What do you maybe maybe worse, it's on me like mentally, like waiting all day or like being distracted and then not getting your full energy in the game. I think I'd rather just wait all day. I think I would too. <laughs> like it's just like I, because being distracted, it like it's like now if I'm like you know like one one day it was Cinco de Mayo, I was out to dinner, uh, with my girlfriend and family, and they were like, I, the TV was in the back, it was behind. Oh uh, yeah. And I would turn around like you know every couple minutes, and her dad was game like, hey, was this. this was game At game three. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I've got actually I've got a story about Friday night. But uh, going and all. the so anyways, the dad her dad she's like, hey, do you want to switch seats so you can see the game? And I go, actually no, because I just won't be, <laughs> I won't be in the conversation. Like just you might as well excuse me and I'll go home. Like don't you don't put me there because I'll just I just won't wa- I just only watch it. Uh, that there was a time where. Week two of the NFL season, I remember it from this year. I was out to lunch with 
my girlfriend and her parents. Mm -hmm. And they had the Commander's game up on the TV. So it wasn't, like, directly behind me, but I would have to turn and check. Yeah. And it was the game where they just got slaughtered by the lions. Mm -hmm. It was so brutal. Which, it was probably better that I wasn't, like, just sitting at home, like, freaking out by myself. And I was at least distracted. But it was, like, I would just turn it and be like, oh, my gosh. It's and just gotten have to worse. Snap, like back in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're just oh like, my gosh, what am I gonna do? That, it's you're right. It's almost helpful. You're just like, forget about it. Forget about it. Like we gotta go back to college. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. But so Friday night, I was in Philly at the the Phillies game, and you know all the stadiums are clustered in South Philly in that one area. So it was Philly versus Boston in both both places. So mm-hmm. the Red Sox were playing the Phillies, and then the Celtics were playing the Sixers. And the games ended, like, basically right at the same time. Getting out of there was basically like getting out of an Eagles game with 65,000 people. And they both lost. So oh. it was, like, the worst-case scenario ever. Because people were, like, pandemonium. The game. Yeah, still, like, a couple minutes left. And people are, like, watching the Sixers game. And then everyone's just in their cars. Like, no one's let you out or anything. Like, everybody's pissed because both teams lost. I mean, the Sixers, obviously, was way worse because it's the playoffs. But, yeah, not a, not a great situation to be in. Rough. Yeah. That is rough. All right. Well, to wrap up the I thought Celtics, the series was over after that game also. Yeah, so Boston. did I. I was like, well, we figured it out. Boston 5. Gentlemen sweep. It was, yeah. Letting, letting both game one and game four slip away is, is bad. Because the other game, like the games you've won, you've been in c- complete control, and but that's why I feel like I'll have a good shot because all you have to do is we need to start hard twice, and you got to finish. Well, and we need to start hard. The past two games we've started out flat, and yeah, like we need Tatum to get if he gets you know tomorrow night if he gets eleven points in the first half, ten points in the first half, not first half, sorry, first quarter, uh. Mm-hmm. They're be in good shape, but if he stinks it up and gets two points and zero two points and a half like he did in game four, or game yeah game four, then I don't know what what they expect. I still can't like I wasn't mad at getting the game four loss because no no because I was like hell we came back we were down sixteen like yeah. there was no I thought we were like gonna get blown out of the water. And I was like, look, they showed a lot of effort, a lot of heart, a lot of grit, and then all of it went away. I don't know what happened in two days, but all of it went away. Maybe it was they used too much energy. They're getting paid too much. Saving to, it up. To use that. <laughs> They're getting paid too much. <laughs> all right, let's uh, move I, on. Yeah. Uh, I don't, don't give up hope yet. That's where I'll leave it. I, no, I'm not giving up hope. Then game I, six. Yeah. Yeah, one game at a time. Celtics in seven. We got this. Russia uh, would be to win game six and then lose game seven at home. Oh, dude, that would be so <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so <laughs> And it's so possible, that be, too. That would be like... It's that like, would be like this playoffs, dude, they've already had multiple home losses that are just Oh, I like, know. Just bad. Gut-wrenching. The Hawks one was... Bad. This one was even worse. I was looking at a, a stat on Twitter. It was like Celtics and Bruins, their home records in the playoffs are just like terrible. 
Uh, well, the Bruins lost games five and seven at home in NHL history and had a 3-1 lead. So I think they've already taken the cake. Well, yeah, but no it was like the past the it was like the past 5 years. It was like the worst oh, really? they, like like the worst playoff record in TD Garden. It was like I think the Celtics are like 9 and 15 and the Bruins or something. And it was like some of those losses were NBA Finals and Stanley Cup Finals games. Lost game 7 of the Stanley Cup at home. Yeah, they need to blow they up the Blues. They need to blow up TD Garden. They need a new garden. I mean, you're getting there at least. Yeah, great. That's great. So it's just added stress still for the same disappointment that I could have gotten in round one. <laughs> I'd rather go on the run. No, that's true. That's true. What more do you want as a sports fan? I mean, yeah. obviously you want the ring, but. Well, like, pardon my take, says, sometimes it's Sometimes it's more fun to lose the Super Bowl. <laughs> all right Ugh. or not more fun but i think they said they take losing the super bowl yeah no it's definitely not. right all you'd right. rather lose you'd rather go to the super bowl and lose than not, and not go at all. Super bowl at all yeah right all right anyways we have some other games to talk about uh nick's heat i'm just gonna do this one quick because i just don't think the heat the knicks have it like Randall stinks. Uh Brunson's the only guy that's carrying them and somehow this zombie heats team is just reviving all of their dead players. I believed in the Knicks going into this series, which was not a good move. This I feel like this Heat team is one of the most underrated teams we've seen in a while. Like I was looking at their odds today and they're like plus four hundred to win the East. I know, you're guaranteed and to win this series, mm-hmm. and then like you beat the Bucks in five. I know without Giannis for a few of the games, but you beat them twice with Giannis. Took the Celtics to seven last year. We're literally like a shot away from going to the finals. Basically, the same team comes back, just heroes out. So, like the Heat are not a bad bet right now. No, they aren't. And I don't want to like. <laughs> hey. you, like you've been saying it too that you've been scared of them this whole time. Here they are, like and like the and Kevin Love is like a starter, a factor. Uh, Bam and Abayo has been he's been he was mid at the beginning, now he's like fine. He's just putting up his points. But Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, all those guys are like back to how they were, as you said last year. So they are extremely underrated, and they like I thought the Knicks were going to be able to put up more of a fight. Like we talked about that with the Cavs, like they had the big, the big boy, the bully ball, uh, old timey Heat or Knicks, but the Heat are just they're they're taking them and they're they're bull- they're the ones that are bullying them. Yeah, it it almost reminds me of that, like the Raptors team that won finals, because you have Jimmy Butler, who's like Kawhi Leonard, who's just like on another level than everybody else in the mm. postseason, like not even the team, like yeah. all the superstars in the postseason. It's just, he's the one that brings the most fear other than maybe Curry, but it's just like a different, I don't know, like Butler is more flush than Curry is. And you have like all these he role players. Like, yeah. That are just a roar around perfectly. Him. Yeah. That's how, so if the Celtics lose uh, within the next four days and they don't, 
have a chance to play in the NBA Finals. I am, I'm pledging my allegiance to the Denver Nuggets after that. I love this Nuggets. Oh, after watching them last night, it was like the first Nuggets game I got to watch because I was just <laughs> at home doing nothing, just sitting at home. And talk about everyone knows their role. Jokic is like this unicorn in the middle that just completely dominates everyone. He's like, you could see how he's smarter than everyone else. Like, you could yeah. see it. It's insane. His patience, his passing, his shot providing. Like, every shot, it's like, oh, that might actually go in. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter where it is. It's like, so, I, it, they're, they're, I think, if they take care of business against Phoenix in the next game, which I, I don't know, I don't know if that goes seven. I think they're taking care of business tomorrow. But I have, I have a pick I'll give out in a few minutes. Okay, all right. All for it, all for it. And just every game, it's like a master class. Every single game. Mm-hmm. And I know those Twitter jokes, everyone, oh, we need a master class tonight. And it's like, you're getting a master class from no, uh, yeah. Jokic every single night. Uh, his teammates are finally good. He, like, he's got, they got some real depth. They got, like, mm-hmm. they, they got Mr. J- uh, Mr. June just sitting on the bench doing nothing, Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Um, uh, I guess it's not June yet. He's waiting for his calling, but uh, yeah. Oh, if they play in the finals, and he's back in June. So ready. Um, <laughs> but they're just a complete team, and I, 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 I loved watching them last night. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, know the fact they that they were them. able to get Porter Junior. as late as they did. I guess he had like the the injury stuff when he was coming out of that draft, but he was. If I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was like the top prospect in that draft. The injury stuff. Yeah, he like the year before the draft, the mock drafts had him going one. Yeah, he was like that. And yeah, when he's on the floor, like he's probably their third most impactful player. Yeah, and when he's hitting his shots, like like last night, he was really he was really killing them. So the I mean, it's funny, he's erratic though. He so yeah. sometimes have it and just sometimes has nothing and looks like a bum. But he was on he was on last night and they look scary when all of them are hitting. Him, uh yeah. him, Jamal Murray, Bruce Brown off the bench got twenty five. It was uh it was a field day for him. Yeah. And and this feels kinda like the year where Nuggets could take advantage of a of a wide open playoff field. Like, there's no real dominant teams. Um, like, the Warriors of last year are not, like, that's not the same team. LeBron's old. This Lakers team could make a run, but the Nuggets seem like the team that right now is the most primed in the West. Especially, like, having gone through the playoffs a couple times and not having success. They're kind of like the Bucks. Giannis, like finally breaking through. This is kind of what that feels like to me. So I, I put my chips in on the Nuggets. Yeah, it's and you. It seems like they're due. Right. And Jokic is due, two-time MVP, uh, in discussion for third, and he. Uh, I feel like they're due. I like it. So speaking of the Warriors and the Lakers, that series. You're not all in on LeBron like your brother. No. No, I do. I I'm not gonna lie though. This Lakers team, 
it's it's working out well for them. It, mm-hmm. They're now up three one against the Golden State Warriors. The the Warriors. This was the the uh, Lonnie Walker game. Last fifteen or fifteen points in the fourth quarter, just absolutely phenomenal. And that's yeah, the thing about this Lakers team is that after the like they don't they don't not all of them are going to be hitting all at once, but. There will always be someone from their bench, whether it's Austin Reeves, Lonnie Walker, Dennis Schroeder, Rui Hachimura, Vanderbilt, D'Angelo Russell. One of them is going to help out LeBron and AD and is going to score a bunch Mm -hmm. of points. So, and so far, it's been, I mean, there's been Rui games against the Grizzlies. There's been uh, D'Angelo Russell games against the Warriors. There's been, uh, I mean, hell, game one was the Anthony Davis game. So, they they just have to make like one of their guys is going off, and uh, sorry, just got a phone call. Uh, but anyways, the then the Warriors they just don't have that same depth. They can't play Looney like Anthony Davis just stuffing them. Looney and, just had like the two games where he got thirty rebounds and then out of the playoffs. It was like game seven against the Kings, and then the first game against the Lakers. He was, like, a force down low. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where that went. Like, that was just a really strange... Because he got three boards last game. Oh, we got... Sorry, we got some more... Uh, we got some more comments I wasn't looking at. Um, but, yeah, it is, it's all Curry. It's Curry or nothing. And if he's not scoring, like, 40, they're, they, it's, like, almost... Like of course they had a chance this last game, but if I mean, he got thirty one, if he's not getting thirty, they're not going to be close to it. Yeah, no. When it's like Wiggins last year was so awesome down the stretch, and all right at best, Pool has been horrible, oh, absolutely horrible, unplayable. Yeah, which is crazy considering like how potential he's shown and like how well he's fit in with this team the last few years and how uh, well yeah, he played miserable in the finals last year yeah exactly does that like hurt yeah, a little bit like watch the team it's like these are the guys that, that killed you now yeah and it's like literally trash. the same team <laughs> yeah but <laughs> well, that's what you have to like when you go on a finals run you need these guys to step up which is why the nuggets have a good shot which is why the lakers have a good shot because the stars are stepping up. Um, and it's funny, like, looking at this Lakers team, this is not LeBron's best team. It's not his best supporting cast. Mm-hmm. But it feels like there's been years where he's had to do a lot more to get to the finals, even with a better team than right now. Yeah. Because we're having games, like you said, like all those guys, Rui, Reeves, uh, Bonnie Walker are putting up big games, and it's like we're barely even talking about LeBron. Oh yeah, yeah, we're talk we're we're barely talking it's... about LeBron, and we're also we like the Lakers. You could see it on their on their bench, on their sidelines, the way that Anthony Davis and LeBron let the other guys get involved. They all like hmm. they talk about know your roles with the Celtics. They all know their roles. They know what they're out there supposed to be doing and they know when it's their time their name's going to get called so 
that that's really the difference between a lot of like, especially with the Suns. You look at the Suns; they don't know they don't know whose name's going to be called. They don't even know Aiton's like. They don't even know if Aiton's going to want to be playing or not. They they have just like you're, they're going out there with uh, Josh Okogi, Campaign, Landry Shamit, Terrence Ross was had to be big for them last night, and it's just not not the firepower and they're not gelled together just doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like a coherent team yeah and it's it also reminds us how good anthony davis is when he's on the floor Mm -hmm. he's basically been the subject of criticism for the last three years Mm -hmm. and even before they won that ring it was just like yeah this guy's an awesome player but he's literally made of glass yeah and when when he's on the floor and not going down every other play he's He's great. One of the most effective big men in the league. Oh, yeah. And the, you could see it in the Warriors where they don't want to drive to the basket. No. Well, I mean, they can't. Like, who's going? Yeah. Who's going to stop them? And, like, Draymond is, <laughs> is the non-factor offensively. Clay is just not prime Clay. Like, he, all he can do is shoot threes. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's not driving to the hoop. Yeah, he can't really move. <laughs> he can't really move at all. He's like Kyle Corver now. Pretty much. Kind of floats around and hits threes. Pretty much is. Which is not a guy, bad guy to have on your team, but he's too sporadic he's too. It's like either he gets yeah. like nothing or thirty. Yeah, like he wins them the game. Yeah. All right, you had some picks. Actually, before we talk to the picks, we had some more comments. Uh. Walker saying Malcolm Brogdon is hero. That was from a while ago. Uh, my father saying the finals are nothing. I guess he was talking about the Celtics. And then he said that the Heat are rolling the Celtics and the Sixers, so they better watch out. <laughs> um, we got Patrick Oliver saying that Jordan Poole will be playing for the uh, Guangdong Tigers next year. <laughs> Guangdong Tigers. <laughs> and then... Ni hao! Ni hao, ni hao. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my dad saying that Anthony Davis is Mr. Glass, and then Walker saying the Hawks Kyle Korver is better than LeBron James. <laughs> Prime LeBron <laughs> Hawks James. Hawks Kyle Korver so. was an unbelievable player. He was a weapon. At like an absolute 38 weapon. years old. <laughs> that, what a team that was. It was like Jeff Teague. Him. Uh, Vince Horford, Carter, right? Horford. Uh, uh, Vince Carter was later. But yeah, Horford. They were, uh, they were ballers. Who else was on that Hawks team? Michael Scott, maybe? That was the year they beat the Wizards when Paul Pierce hit the he hit the buzzer beater in Game Three, and in Game Six he had another buzzer beater, but it was like a second past the shot clock. I the the saddest. Oh, Paul Millsap. There you go. One of their better players. I didn't even realize he was on the Hawks. Yeah, that was a that was a Budenholzer coaching clinic. That was a boot hole. That team. <laughs> he, I mean, he's we we didn't really talk about that. He's gonna have to find a new team. Fired. Yeah. I I do feel bad. Like he did deserve to be fired, but once it came out like that his brother was dead, like died, I was like, they're not gonna fire. I'm like, no way. And then he was like, no, way. we're canning you anyway. <laughs> Respect. So. It's it's cruel. It is a cruel you world. You think? You think that winning a ring would get you like? Re- Oh, in the NBA, it's no longer. Nick Nurse, gone. Mike Budenholzer, yeah. down. Uh, 
Dwayne Casey won Coach of the Year and got fired. That same he got year, swept by LeBron. That same year, <laughs> he was holding the trophy and he was already at next a, another team's coach. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, it's tough out there. He'll have no problem finding another job though because he's so good at turning teams around. Yeah, he won't have a he won't have a problem. I I'd take either one of them. Hey, they want to coach the Celtics. Oh, take- you would hate Boot. You're already good in the regular season. I I would love Nick Nurse though. I'd be all in. Nurse, yeah. Yeah, I would be all in on Nurse. All right. What about Idoka? Ime? Hell, I'll take him back at this point. <laughs> I'll take back Ime. He that we're missing him. Like that's what this team that's, is missing. I was gonna ask you earlier, like you think it's coaching? Yeah. And I don't think like Joe Mazzula's going to be a terrible coach his whole career. I just yeah. don't think him as a rookie head coach is equipped enough to handle well, you know, the meet my turn, your turn of Jason and Jalen or the uh the responsibilities of coaching for the NBA finals. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's annoying. It's frustrating. Why did Ime Doka have to be a predator? Why did that have to happen? All right. Anyways, you want to go? You want to move on? Uh, picks we... for tonight. Oh on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Picks. Heat Knicks. Uh, Heat plus three and a half, plus one thirty-eight money line. You think it ends tonight? It's in Madison Square Garden. What's the? I'm looking at it right now. I'm not like, I'm not like scared of the garden though. No, 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 no. I don't think the garden matters. Yeah, I think the plus one forty is like sweet. That's a sweet I don't. Deal. I don't know what the Knicks have left. You know. No, neither do I. I don't understand why are the Lakers seven point underdogs. State. Just because of Golden State. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Plus two sixty to wrap it up tonight. I also kind of like. Well. I just I'm I'm like actually confused about this plus seven and a half. All these other playoff series were, are minus two, minus three and a half, minus three and a half. Yeah. The Golden State Warriors are down three one. <laughs> am I am I am I crazy? Like what? I think we I think we should hit Miami and then the Lakers spread. I guess the thinking is, like, they desperately need it. They're going to come out and play. Like, game four, lost by three. Um, like, the last game they played in San Francisco, they won by 27. Yes, that's the thinking, but I don't know. That's fair. I, I don't, forgot. I don't that like they, that. They kind of and it, it, it's like the Warriors, I feel like they have so many guys who play a lot better at home. So, no, so you don't like the seven and a half? No, I still like the seven and a half. I'm just trying okay. to defend it. To rationalize it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just so we don't get too ahead of ourselves. Okay. Do we add... Do we do a, another wise parlay and add the next two games? Or was that was that too much? Because we had the first game, the first day great. And then ruined it. Yeah, let's day. stick with these two. We can talk about the next two. I don't want to make a pick for your game. Well, there's only one pick to make, and it's... Celtics money line. 
it's the only it's the only pick I would ever make. So over under two thirteen. Over under two. Need a big game from Tatum. Maybe I like the over. Oh yeah, let's go over. there. I like the over on that two two thirteen. We hit we hit that last night. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find the other games. Really, this hard? Oh yeah, no, it's gotten over one thirteen every single time, or two thirteen every single time. Yeah, outside every of game. game two. Oh yeah, I think game yeah, yeah, yeah game two is two or two oh eight. Okay, but I like, like that. Eighty-seven. Okay, so we'll take the over there. And then Nuggets wrap it up. Um, I like that. I have my bet that I've already placed was, I think it's a Fanduel exclusive, but it was Nuggets to be trailing by ten, and win the game. So like, if the Suns get up like fifteen to four, that's a cool the special. Go win. It's plus six hundred. That's cool. I like so that. I, I like, like that, that special. Pretty good odds. Uh, but yeah, I like him at plus one thirty eight. I think this series is over. And the Suns have been good at home, but I don't know. I feel like Jokic just wants to to wrap this thing up. I think at some point Kevin Durant and Devin Booker just got to be gassed, and they were gassed last night. And I just think more of the same is to come. Yeah, I agree. And these like these games in Phoenix have been pretty close. Because the Nuggets are like stomping them in Denver. Yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe there is something to so that, that like, Suns home crowd. It's taking everything out of the Suns to win these games. And oh, I, I think you're right. I think they're just out of gas at this point. Yeah, for them to win games, they need 30 plus from both of them. And if they don't get yeah. that, they're not going to come close to winning. Yeah, no, they're screwed. Yeah. Because, as, as again, Aiden's nothing. And the rest of the team is nothing to them. Yeah. Game game three, they win by seven. You get 39 from Durant, 47 from Booker, and nobody else is in double digits. That's insanity. That's that is insanity. insanity. <laughs> and, like, campaign, 30 minutes, seven points. TJ Warren, 26 minutes, seven points. Landry Shamet, 25 minutes, four points. DeAndre Ayton, 26 minutes, four points. Like, what are we doing Four here? points for Ayton? Jeez. I mean, this, yes. He's, he's been like he's a generational he's bum. Yeah, he's a gen like <laughs> he is a generational bum. Apparently, I was listening to uh to Bill Simmons today, and Kevin O'Connor was on there, and he said he heard a quote that like Aiden, like one of his quotes, like pre-draft was like, "Oh, my goal is to just make it to my second contract." And Kevin O'Connor's like, "Well, he well he completed the goal, so he like did. he's just like tapping out Damn. the rest of his career." Yeah, he's like, he'd be like Simmons. Yeah, he's just like, let me just get my yeah, at money. At least he's out there playing. I know, but he shows like but no he, I can't believe he actually said that. I, let me look it up, because there's no way. Aiden. Because if he said that and he's playing like this in the playoffs, they should trade his bum ass. Send him to Houston. Oh, so uh, DeAndre Aiden, his, the exact quote is, definitely getting to my second contract. That's my success. NBA success, to considers NBA success getting to second deal. I mean, how I did guess, they, how yeah, did the Suns, like, I don't know, all right, how did the Suns draft him first overall? 
if I heard that this quote, this was Lucas' draft, right? Yeah, if he, that was, if I heard that quote, I don't care what your highlights are. That is just you are skyrocketing down my board. I mean, come I mean, on. in his defense, I guess if you're looking at like objectively, what's a successful NBA career, just like player wise, it's like if you can get that second contract and get like that means that you've been good enough and you're getting like a hundred million dollars like that's objectively successful overall no i know i know i think like if when he retires and looks back and is like okay well i guess like i was successful i got my money that's not the attitude you should have coming out of college because a 19 year old should be like i want to go win the finals right that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if you're like 19, 20, you should, yeah, I want to be the MVP. Like, that's what, <laughs> that's the quotes I want to hear. I don't want to hear, ah, you know, I just kind of want my second contract and then I'll be good to go. Who was, said they were going to be better than LeBron or like wanted to see LeBron? Benedict uh, Matherin. Yes, that's right. Matherin. He said, uh, he still, I mean, he can't tell if LeBron's better than him. <laughs> 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 LeBron is gonna have to show me he's better than me. Well, remember when they played? That was when Russ was still on the team. Wow, it is. It's like really dark on my screen. Anyways, I'm getting distracted. When uh they're playing the Pacers in the regular season game, and he outscores LeBron. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like I guess he is better. Improved it. I uh, he hasn't he's improved, gotta be. Yeah, he's gotta be better. <laughs> All right, that's uh. But yeah, that's the attitude I want to see. Like, it, do you look like a clown? Kind of, but who cares? Go for it. Call it LeBron. Yeah, it's just, it's just that's the, what the fans want to see. Yeah. All right. Is it time for XFL? For the first time yeah, since week one. I think one. it's been two months. <laughs> yeah, for the first time since week one. I got, I got my gear on. I'm repping. I brought the shield back. All week. The shield is back. <laughs> I, I was like, I was going to pack it up like I normally do and just move it to my next place. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. It's championship week. Oh, it's championship right. week. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting to – I'm just pre- – I'm mad that I didn't put a future on this. How did I not put a future on this? I, I'm, I'm over the odds. Like, were all the teams just equal odds? Oh, I have no Everybody idea. Everybody was plus 800. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. But, uh, so, yes, our DC defenders, our homegrown XFL team, undefeated at home and is now fighting for the xf i don't like how they're playing basically in houston yeah like they're at the alamo dome which obviously it's not in houston but it's in texas Mm -hmm. we have to go across the country and they have to hop on a bus and go south ridiculous it is ridiculous is it south or san antonio relative to houston doesn't matter either way it's closer than dc is so that's that's a sham first of all like to play that also it's a sham it's west up on a bus and go west at this team is four and six and now they're in the the championship which i guess like if the defenders are the true champs they'll kick their ass right they have to they have i don't to. even want this to be close wonder let me see what the line is i'm gonna say defenders minus six it is. It's minus six. Oh it's wait. Minus six? By the way, did did we say the Roughnecks? Because I was looking at the Roughnecks stat beforehand. It's the Renegades, right? They're playing them. They're oh, playing. is it? Yeah, it's it's the Renegades. 
they're the four and six team. The 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 Roughnecks were seven and three. They were the top of the division. And oh, so the Renegades beat the Roughnecks. Yeah, yeah, that was the upset. Yeah, it's the Arlington okay, Renegades. I see. I see. They're like um, their defense is good, but their their offense is the, like the worst in the league. I mean, I feel like like we can play any way we want to. Oh yeah. Like if it's a shootout, we'll play a shootout. If it's a slugfest, we'll play a slugfest. Oh, and yeah, we the that's what the defenders have been doing all season. They have they've won one score games, they've won blowouts, they uh gone all over the place and they they they're just like like their defense is good. They got uh they got my guy halfway through the season, DJ Swearinger. He's been playing well. He got a guy. touchdown. Yeah, he's a, game, he's a game cop. And I, I said hi to him when I went to the Redskins game. Oh, yeah, fair. That's why he's my guy. He waved back. He said, what up? Like, All right, sweet. He's a turd. You don't like DJ? No, I don't like DJ. He's why? A he's he's jungle, a clown. He's Jungle Boy swag. What do you mean? <laughs> he's got the two spoons. All right, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Anyways, yeah, defenders minus their money line is minus two fifty. They 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 should stomp this team, really really stomp this team. But any <laughs> given Saturday, uh, I'm excited to see. It's on a Saturday. Isn't it a Saturday? I could have sworn it was. Um, thirteenth is that Sunday? Thirteenth nope, Saturday. So no, yeah, Day. you're right. Mother's Day fourteenth. My bad. I'm getting everyone confused. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, as you said, they can they can they have a great rushing attack. Uh Jordan Tamamu was the was he the MVP? Offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year. Okay. Is there an MVP? an MVP? Okay. Look it up. XFL MVP. Oh, was it AJ McCarron? Oh wait, AJ McCarron. Huh. Wait, so how is McCarron the MVP and Tayama was the offensive player of the year? That doesn't make any sense. It's like a, a different voting board or something? I think it's, yeah, Jordan Tayama. Maybe it's because he, uh, he's good in the ground, too. I don't know. But, but how, like, McCarron doesn't play defense. So how is one the MVP and how are they different? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I have no idea. That's a good question. We need to ask The Rock. <laughs> I'm all for it. Hand out as many awards. I don't care. Yeah, as long as... I feel like he got ripped off. Yeah, he just got like... You got, you got second place MVP. That's yeah. what it was. Like if, all right, if the MVP... I mean, are we not looking at the records... Yeah, what's going on here? Whatever. Most Maybe because he didn't start the whole year. And De'Aaron King came in a couple times. It's not that he didn't start. Yeah, it just feels like a little wildcat package. Yeah. Um, well, didn't they have... Who was the guy... The other guy they had? Uh, Bungie? It's like who? the top pick. Remember the quarterback that they had at Oh, first? yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Dungey. Eric the guy from uh, Syracuse, right? Syracuse? And... They had they had the quarterback draft. They they got him first pick overall. Didn't get any other quarterbacks in the draft. Elected to skip their next pick, and then decided to sign Jordan Tamamu and Derek King and Eric. <laughs> and now he's the third string. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't seen the field all season. 
so sad. <laughs> yeah, that is that is sad. But I'm gonna ride with the defenders, obviously. I also kind of like the under in this game. If if you're a degenerate and are gonna gamble on the XFL championship game, forty-eight's a lot of points. It is a lot of points for a team that you said struggles on offense. Yeah, the Arlington they suck on offense. I don't really know much about them, but I know that their quarterback, Drew Plitt. Drew Plitt. That's all I can. That's all I can tell you about him. <laughs> Drew Plitt. Um, let me look up. Let me look up the game. But uh, oh, who is the guy? Luis Perez. Yeah, wasn't he on this team too? Yes. All right, whatever. Who cares? Um, Who cares? I read about him. <laughs> Who cares about the Arlington Renegades? They're a bunch of chumps that are going to get blown out. Oh, by wait, the they traded for him with the Vipers. You could trade? There was a trade? <laughs> I mean, There's what? also Luis Perez sentenced for murdering three people. That's pretty sick. Yeah, so that's what I read in the preview that I saw. Is that the... Arlington Renegades' fate rests in Luis's hands. Oh, okay. So he's okay. All right. You sure. seen the, sure. the trophy? Yeah, it blows. It's like a. What? You don't like it? Let me look at it again. I because I saw the conference championships. Oh, look at the old one. Championship trophy. All right, let's look at this. Okay, that's it's fine. It's not. It's, it's, it's got the X on there. It's got the giant X and just like the the sides of a football on top, and it just says XFL. I think it's it's classy. I yeah, I think it's slick, and I think if you're gonna yeah, if you're gonna brand yourself as the XFL, get the X in there. I don't mind it. I like it. And it's not like a copycat either. It doesn't look like any yeah. <laughs> The conference championship trophy is hilarious because it's just the same trophy without the X. Yeah, it's just a lamer version of, of that. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, Prediction-wise, the USFL going? I have oh, no. All right, wait one sec. Just quick, because the only thing I could do is for the defenders. Just expect a lot of Abram Smith Rickwell Armstead packages with Eric D'Air King, but Lucky Jackson's a great receiver. Uh, so is uh, their guy Josh Hammond. Both had great seasons. So expect some deep balls, but a lot of running. All right. Would you ask me about the USFL? I just said, how's it going? I have no clue. Okay. Neither do I. Never mind then. It's that. All right. That was your USFL talk. So, now that we're done with all the fairy tales, we're going to be going moving on to some cartoons. We'll be talking about our top five favorite cartoon characters. And should I go first? Yeah. All right. I'm just trying to fix this light because I keep just getting darker and darker. Building suspense. I'm the first top five we've done in a little while. 
Yeah, it's uh, oh, it's, it's summertime too. Summertime. Yeah, too. we'll be doing them. Ready. I'd be like every Tuesday, we'll roll them out. Almost that time of year for movies too. Speaking of the cartoons. Oh yeah, movies. Uh, random top fives, maybe a Shrek article or two. Like who knows? Shrek. <laughs> um, it's scattered. Yeah, sorry, I'm looking all over the place. <laughs> I yeah yeah I so. My dad texted me said there's a lantern above you that you can turn on. So that's that's why. I was oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and then top five cartoon characters. Number one had to go with the goat, the classic SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay, that's a good pick. Had to be had to be one number one. Even as someone who didn't like wasn't the biggest SpongeBob guy. Probably the most iconic figure, like when you think cartoons. Although oh, I think yeah. my number one could give him a run for its money. Okay, Just different generations. Is he also yellow? Oh. Okay. Oh, right. uh, okay. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. But uh, anyways, yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants. When you think of cartoons, it's the first one everyone always brings up. Uh, you know, yeah. and it was just even if you didn't watch it as a kid, that's like. A point that people bring up, like, "Oh, I never watched SpongeBob," or oh, "My parents yeah. didn't let me watch SpongeBob." Yeah, right. And like, were, oh, were you one of those kids that your parents didn't let you? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, so it's just a generational. The memes are still funny today. Uh, the the shows are the shows so rewatchable. Uh, the first couple seasons, and they have jokes in there that are, you know, I guess we're talking more about SpongeBob himself, but him himself, the star of the show. The square of the show, uh, you know, he makes the whole thing, the whole thing run. So without SpongeBob, the world is a different place right now. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, it's a pretty easy number one, I'd say. Um, my number one though, we go with Bugs Bunny. Nice, classic, all, right. all time yeah. classic. Yeah, Which, like you, you get what I meant by like the other generation. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Looney Tunes is a little bit earlier. Like. Yeah, it's like My the SpongeBob of yeah, it's like the SpongeBob of back in the day. Bugs is and Bugs like, is. And I, I love Bugs. Um, if you're in a movie with Michael Jordan and LeBron James, that's yeah, a, a pretty damn good resume. That is a pretty good resume. Uh, like when I think of cartoons, like I, I think Looney Tunes is the first one that pops into my mind. And Bugs is the star of that show. They're they're just so those old episodes that like half of them probably couldn't be remade today because of <laughs> some underlying tone, but they're yeah. all just they're hilarious. They're a lot of fun, and you're right, Bugs the star of that one. Um, I'm going. No, my number two is not a star, not a world changer, nothing like that. Just a cool platypus with a fedora on. Perry the platypus is my number two. Great pick. Agent P, uh, I mean, him and Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Agent P. Yeah, he gets his own theme song. Uh, <laughs> talking to... Doesn't have a single line in the nope. whole show. Nope, never a line. Never needs to say anything. Nothing to say. Just nothing nope. but uh, nothing but glares and side eyes. Uh, absolutely love Perry. You know, he's always off saving the world somehow. Saving the tri-state area. Um, and I actually, fun fact, dressed up of him... As Halloween for Halloween in the third grade, 
I had a nice cardboard a good costume. Yeah, it was like a I had like it, green it onesie. Homemade? Yeah, yeah, green onesie. Okay. Cardboard. Uh, this was before they made Perry the Platypus. I was ahead of the curve, and uh, Wait, what? this was before they made like Halloween costumes for them. So. Oh, oh, I thought you meant you just dressed up as a platypus. No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm not that. (laughs) I'm not of that head of a curve. Tide of vision. But uh, yeah, green onesie, um, hood up, had a fedora, had a duck bill, had a cardboard cutout tail. I'd love a picture. I'll have to find one, and maybe we can put it up on the Instagram. All right. Uh, yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, my second one gonna come from my favorite cartoon peter griffin nice it's the funniest nice. i i know like the older heads will probably say simpsons over family guy but i think our generation is pretty consensus family guy over simpsons so it's just a classic i don't like like when people try to tell me that their favorite character from family guy is not peter like think about the show without peter he's, no, he's, he's, he's the funniest guy yeah. on there. <laughs> <laughs> and he just has like the iconic butt chin and glasses just an iconic look you could never mistake him really for anyone else it's always like oh mm-hmm. Peter, where's my man? and like kind of like in his own different sort of way kind of like uh i mean him and homer kind of hand in hand but it's like mm-hmm. uh, like it's like the adult version of mickey mouse and spongebob and bugs bunny yeah basically but yeah, all time, all time iconic character. Yeah, he. Oh, yeah, that's great pick right there. Value, honestly, a value pick. At two, even at two, value pick. Um, yeah. all right, number three, I had bugs, so I'm moving up. Okay. We're moving up my number four. And honestly, I'm gonna move. Him up. I'm going with Jake the dog. Jake the dog. Okay, that's a good pick. He is, and if like if you're Finn the human, you lucked out. That your boy is Jake the dog because Jake is, he's like the best. He's like the best number two character in the league, and he can he's transform. Like oh yeah, he is like Scotty Pippen, and he can he can shape shift in whatever you want. He can fly around on like, I don't, he can, well I guess stretch and like go places. He has a unicorn wife, like this guy. He's got it all, and he's funny. He's got the voice of Bender, which is always a plus. Um. Which I didn't have any Futurama characters. Oh well, but just all all time character. He's just so funny in the show. I I was never a huge Adventure Time, but what I've seen, he's he's a great character. He is like if you if you watch a ton of it, like my I, my roommate and I, he he watched it. it. Was his him his viewing watching? But when I was in the living room, I'd watch it with him. And mm-hmm. he's the best part of it. Like, he would be mm-hmm. the funniest character and uh, always have, like, the funniest the funniest little lines. Yeah. All right. Number f- I, three. I'm going to go – what's my number three? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go back to Phineas and Ferb, and I'm okay. going to take Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Oh, that's great. I'm glad I'm it, glad you did that because I wanted to put, like, both of them together. Okay, I'm not, glad you can't. did. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. He was he was my number two, and then I think I moved Bugs up to number one. I love Doctor D. It, it's one of those shows where it's like the the main characters aren't even the best characters. 
Oh no. All shows are like that, but this show it's like the gems are like Dr. Doof is is the gem of the show. Yes, he is. Him uh his his daughter, his villainy against uh Perry the Platypus, his always his anators. Uh <laughs> just all-time character. And they they go they go together peanut butter and jelly. Dr. D Oh yeah, Harry the Platypus. Well, just like every like the funniest bit that never gets old is Harry the Platypus showing up. He goes, and he's so surprised every time. <laughs> a platypus. Ah, that never gets old. No, it never does. And all of his evil schemes just to take over his tri-state area. Uh, <laughs> his horrific backstory of how his parents didn't even oh, show up to his birth. It makes me so sad every time. Baloney. Yeah, my younger brother Roger, <laughs> the mayor of the city. Uh, Norm, yeah, <laughs> robot Norm. sidekick. Yeah, he's just got the. He's the best. He's the absolute. He's the best. I guess. We're, I mean, I guess we're saying that for like all these guys, but you know. That's why that's why we're doing top five of it. They're the best. Oh, they're the These list. are the best ones. Yeah. All right. Number four. We're gonna go with Sorry, I, I I'm doing a, your list. Yeah, I'm doing a whole reshuffling. I'm going with Beast Boy from Teen Titans. Similar to Jake the Dog, I guess. Ugh. You don't like Beast Boy? Really? I mean, he's he's fine, I guess. I, I and like you can have. I, I just didn't expect Teen Teen Titans to be on here. Oh, I mean, you could do the Teen Titans or the Teen Titans Go. I'll take either Beast Boy. Uh, they're the funniest character in the show, and they could turn into any animal you want. Like I don't know what else you want from them. I was gonna, I was gonna pick Cyborg too, but you know. Yeah, I like I like Cyborg more. I think. I just like how he looks like a little gremlin when he's not a um, animal. Like he just like looks like a he looks like a Beast Boy, it's like a little Beast Boy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I always thought he was coolest. And I do. I'm a big big cyborg fan too. So it was tough picking one or the other. But I, I yeah. went with. I'm not a hater. I just don't think like that's not a, a top five. Definitely a show for me. I don't, I don't want him from on my list. I don't know. Maybe I missed it. Maybe it was a missed <laughs> pick, but uh, it's it's already said now. No, don't don't second guess yourself. Like it's no, no, yeah, I, I still like the pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who knows when we look at the draft in three years? It's true. I don't know if Beast Boy still up. rising, but yeah. <laughs> All right. was it really a value pick at four? No, it was, it was a reach. It was a reach. <laughs> but... <clears throat> Alright, uh, my number four, which I think is a huge value pick, is Patrick Starr. Oh, yeah. The completely moronic sidekick to Spongebob. Um, oh, man. I, now, now I'm just mad. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got in my head. I got in my head. No. I got in my head. Pick You're reshuffling. You gotta go with your gut. I know. I know. The pick should have been Squidward. Right oh, there. Oh, yeah. Pick should have been that when you said Patrick, I was like, damn it, like it just should have been Squidward. You like you like Squidward more than Patrick? Yeah, I I do. Yeah, I think he's. I it's tough. It is tough. I just think I think at like there's two there's a couple degrees where he's he's almost funnier than Patrick Squidward, even when he doesn't try to be. Like the character's not meant to be funny, but he himself 
is funnier than sometimes with Patrick. Because Patrick's meant to be funny, you know? Yeah. When Squidward just gets like hazed by Patrick, it's really funny. Yeah. I was going, I was trying to decide between those two and Krabs. I couldn't make up my yeah. mind for who would go for it because Krabs is great too. Oh, you could do you half this. Him, like you yeah, could. no, you could put this whole list of SpongeBob <laughs> characters. Like it's not. Yeah, you could. So it was tough. Uh, I think Patrick's the funniest out of those four, though. All right, I uh, when we post <laughs> on Instagram, I'm switching it to Squidward. <laughs> See, that's not how it works. <laughs> I'm switching it to Squidward. You can't. Nick is in. You're gonna forget about it. Um, he's anyway. already put on the hat. I traded them. I traded them to another team. <laughs> did you say I'm gonna forget? <laughs> yeah, yes, I did. Um, all right. If you send me your list and it's you flip them, I'm gonna I'm gonna notice it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna have a different number five, anyways. No Squidward on the list. Uh, my number five, a new character for myself, not new overall or with a lot of people in the world, but uh, and I know you don't know him, but Goku. Dragon Ball. Okay. Uh, he's is that does that count as a cartoon? Like yeah. is anime and cartoons different? No, I think they're the same. Okay. You want it to be the same? Our anime. Oh no, they can be this. I don't watch anime. The only so one I watch. Dragon our Ball. anime audience is going to be very displeased with this list. Kevin, we're going to get like comments that are like, "Oh, like where is <laughs> this guy?" Like, I, I don't know what any of these people. Not hating on anime. I just don't watch it. The, so I'm not I'm not a big anime fan either, but I did I did get into Dragon Ball. I like it a lot, and the he's he's the main character. He does nothing but want to grind, like working out and fight, speed up people. It's pretty badass. And, and he, you remember the pure heart, heart of the, gold, huh? He used to play this game at like in high school. On the computer that was like Super Smash Bros. Yeah, Goku yeah. was on there. Mm-hmm. Do you it remember was, what that game was called? Wasn't it Super Flash Bros? Because it was like on. It was supposed to be on like your flash drive. Oh, uh, maybe Super Smash Flash. Yeah, Super Smash Flash. There you go. Yeah, I remember Goku on there being like basically OP. Yeah, he was cracked. Right. <laughs> he was. That was um, that was a great high school like computer game. That, it was. Had... that was better than Shell Shockers, I thought. Oh yeah. Like Shell Shockers, you could do more, like more people in one game, but this was this was, this was Super Smash Brothers. Like, come on now. Yeah, literally. In in Chenistry. Yeah, in Chenistry. <laughs> um Alright, you're number five. Let's round this out. I got Charlie Brown. Ooh. I just banger. love like, That's a banger. All of <laughs> all the Charlie Brown shows are like they're all hits. Yeah. Well, and, and talk about like, getting, like, dunked on all the time. Like, Charlie just doesn't get yeah. a break. Poor, no, he doesn't. Poor Charlie. Poor Charlie. He gets a rock. No, he yeah, he gets jack Bean. Brutal. It's a football pulled out from him all the time. But it's a lovable loser. He is. He gets abused by everyone in the yeah. show. Yeah, but you just feel... You, get, you can't just not feel bad for him he gets the damn christmas yeah. tree that has the soupy one bulb <laughs> on it like he's just trying to he's just trying his best out there like everyone else that's why charlie brown's yeah. so relatable yeah that's true like well i'm not charlie brown at least 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's our list. Honorable mentions. Uh, I'm going with Hank Squidward. Hill. Yeah, Squidward. We already talked about it. Squidward. Hank Hill. Love me some Hank Hill. Love me some Bobby Hill, too, honestly. Uh, didn't watch too much of I've that show. I've never gotten into King of the Hill. Uh, I was going to say, I never watched too much of like the show. I would like it, though. But from what I've seen, it's, it's awesome. Uh, and then I got Pikachu. Okay. Just because he's always, you know, he's always there saving the day. Uh, I got Benson from regular show. Oh, what a miss from both of us. <laughs> Mordecai's well, I, I was debating, I think I put Charlie Brown ahead of him, which might have been a mistake. Um, regular show altogether, I could have put Ops. Oh, so, uh, Skips? Skips, Mordecai yeah. and Rigby, either one. Yeah, Muscle Man. Margaret. <laughs> I just wanted to say it like Mordecai. <laughs> uh, that's a great show. Any one of those guys could be on there. My favorite's Benson, so that's why he's my honorable mention. I do love Benson. I got Eric Cartman. Yep. South Park's got to represent on here, too. We got to do a part two Homer Simpson. We even could do a part saying, two, Even though we're saying honorable mentions, like, we could do... A part two. Anyone who wasn't like we yeah. could do anyone who wasn't even honorable mentioned, and we'd still have enough names. Yeah, no, we definitely could. Like Mickey Mouse hasn't been uh, said. Daffy Duck. Yeah. Um, Stewie. Stewie. I mean, there's just so many shows. Like, you ever? See, this is not like he's not top five material whatsoever. But you ever seen Kick Patowski? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like I remember the previews for it. Uh, just when like, I was trying to watch like Phineas and Ferb on yeah. Disney XD. That show is so stupid. But <laughs> just, just the way he's Clarence. Angry. Clarence? Never seen Clarence, but also saw the, the ads for that. I actually liked Clarence when I really? watched it. I think so. Because it would come on after... It'd be after, after regular, regular show. show. Yeah, I think it was after regular show. Um... Yeah, not not top five material either, but I enjoyed it. Clarence. <laughs> uh, Homer Simpson, I threw on there just for the status as like a cultural icon. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the. Uh, he's I've one of the. Never... If this is like a Mount Rushmore of like impactful cartoon characters, Homer right? Yeah, yeah, you've got it'd be SpongeBob, Homer, I Bugs, and Mickey, and Mickey, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gideon from Gravity Falls. Gravity oh, Falls, another great, yeah. great cartoon. I like the, uh, what's his name? The, the triangle. Oh, Bill? Yeah. I like Bill. Bill Cipher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Courage the Coward and Dog. I... Yeah, I never watched that one as a kid. Uh, that's a great one. Bora. Her on there. Diego, Map. let's get her cousin out there. Map was always my guy. Map, the boy. <laughs> the boy. <laughs> the map. Hey, the map. <laughs> uh, um, and then I had Mr. Krabs, which we already talked about. I'm going to throw out, even though we will pass our generation, but as as you said, cultural icon, the Pink Panther. Throw yeah. him on the honorable mention list. Um, all right. I like the list. You know what? I I'm I'm gonna def- I like my Beast Boy pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fine with it. It's already it's already made, so I just gotta live with it. 
Yeah, that's right. There's nothing you can do about it. Still, uh, yeah. All right. I can't believe, all right. Actually, sorry. Honorable mention. I just said all right probably 15 times. But <laughs> last one I'm adding is Bender from Futurama. Okay. Love Bender. Let's wrap this up. Thank you all for listening. Hope you all enjoyed the top five, the preview for the XFL, NBA breakdown. And we'll be more consistent now that we're home. We might have to switch up a schedule once both of our work starts and, class, and classes are over. But for now, we'll see everyone on Friday. Thanks for listening.